There are 7.5 billion people on planet Earth, and scientists say you can only make friends with 400 of them. Jacob already has 400 friends, so now he can only talk to strangers. This is a podcast with strangers. Welcome to a podcast with strangers, episode number four. Fantastic four, some may say. My name is Jacob Dyer. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Jacob Dyer. You can find me on Instagram at the Jacob Dyer. I'm joined by the hero of the hour, Dallas Welk. Hey. Dallas, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, can you start uh, introducing me as Producer Extreme? I kind of like that. <laughs> producer Extreme. Do you want to drop the E off of Extreme as well? Yeah. And then capitalize the X. Oh, nice. In fact, just call me Producer X. Producer X. Okay. Yeah, that's well, I'm, pretty cool. I'm joined by Producer X. Hey, guys. What's up? God, that's intimidating. So, you may be wondering what this podcast is about. Well, very simple. It's a podcast with strangers. We do not vet. See, the more I say this, Dallas, the more I think we should start vetting people. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, we no. true to the concept. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really vet people, um, and we don't really research people. All we know is that they have a passion or a project, or maybe they're just an interesting person and we want to talk to them. And then we record it and here we are. So this week, who do we have, Dennis? Sorry, producer Ray. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this week we have the awesome strong dog who's a streamer. Cool. He's a strong dog. Very, very uh, muscular Scottish man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we have the bird lady, Lauren, who knows pretty much everything about birds. And she also raises birds and illustrates birds. Oh, it's very, she's bird centric. Yeah. I think if you're into birds, this is pretty much the podcast for you. Or if not, you know. Or if not, hey, you're about to learn about some birds. Nah, right? You're about to learn about some birds. You're about to listen to some birds. All right, let's go. First interview, roll it. So, my next guest is coming all the way from Scotland. He calls himself Strong Dog Online. Strong Dog. Welcome. Hello. Pleasure to have you here. Thank you for having me. Strong Dog isn't your Christian name, I'm assuming. Uh, no, it's my given name. It's my given name. It's my birth name. <laughs> Strong Dog. <laughs> my name's Corey. C-O-R-Y. Pleasure to have you, Corey. Um, and you're from? Uh, I'm from uh, I'm from Scotland. I'm from Irvine, Scotland. Fantastic. I've never been to Scotland. I really want to go to Scotland so bad. Genuinely. You're not missing much. I'm, I hear stories about the tap water. The tap water... Aye. in scotland apparently is beyond anything that anyone's ever it, had it really is it's so good and i like i i can't like I, I i said to you before we started obviously yeah. i've recently moved to glasgow from my hometown my hometown's in ayrshire see the tap water there specifically oh my yeah. god it's so good you move to glasgow it's like drinking straight sewage compared to that it's so good <laughs> it's unbelievably nice have you ever been to england have you ever been down south to like london or anything like that and tried the tap water um, I've been I've been like down on holidays and stuff like that. So I've been down right. I've been down in the Lake District visiting uh, some of my partner's family, and I've been to like London uh, on like a school trip, uh, Blackpool to go to the, the Pleasure Beach and stuff like that. Don't think I've ever had the tap water though. I've heard London tap water's really bad. I'm just thinking to myself, people tuning in to listen to this podcast probably didn't expect a talk about tap water as the first oh, thing to listen to. <laughs> but now, but now you now it's in your head, you know. Uh, now you got to think about it. Need to come to Scotland just for a drink of the tap water. Just go and knock on someone's door and be like, "Excuse me, 
I've travelled fucking 10,000 miles. Can I please have a drink? <laughs> Dallas, what's the tap like where you are? You're in America. Um, so I, I grew up with, uh, you know, like well water, which I think is awesome. Oh my God. Yeah, like straight, straight up water from the ground. Nice. Um, where I lived was actually really good, but since moving to like cities and stuff, eh, water is kind of uh, we have we have a lot of fluor fluoride in the water. Mm. I don't I don't know if they do that, you know, in other countries, but it it makes the water taste really really chemically, if that's a word. I think it was recently added to to, uh, to Scottish tap water at least, because I remember there being a big kick off on Facebook about it. Everybody's like, they're putting fluoride in the water. This this can't <laughs> happen. And I was like, I'll still I'll drink it. I don't care if they're controlling me. It's fine. That's the stuff that people th says it gets in your brain and it it reduces your psychic powers. I think that's the conspiracy theory online. That would explain where they went. Yeah. But I thought to myself, I never had them, so I don't know. Maybe I just never. Maybe. <laughs> You've been using toothpaste with fluoride in it. That's why. I got nothing, no loss on that whatsoever. Uh, so, so you're from Scotland. Yep. Where's Scotland going to be in the next ten to twenty years? Oh, you're asking me. By the way, I don't. I'm asking. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm going to be tomorrow. Like, <laughs> fucking. The next 10, 10 to twenty years, it just depends, really, doesn't it? Like. Uh, listen, oh my god, what a question you ask me. I, I am not um, anyone near as like politically inclined as I should be, and I, I know nothing about anything. I am dumb as shit. That is my <laughs> that is the first thing I'm going to say right here. I just I go on the internet and I make shit jokes. That's what I do. But you know your limitations. You know your limitations. Oh, that, I, oh I. Because you'll talk to some people and they go, right, well, this is where Scotland's going to be in 10 years and then in 20 years and then in 30 years. And this is exactly how it's going to be because I say so. I really respect that. I respect the fact that you just have no clue. I don't. I, I have zero idea. I mean, we, depending, if we go independent, we could, uh, I, don't, I don't know, man. Maybe we'll just crash and burn. Do you mind if I ask you where you, as of right now, if the vote was tomorrow, where would you, what would you vote for? Do you mind if I ask you that? Or is that too personal? Um, Go for it. Um, okay, so where, where would you, what would you vote tomorrow? If you're um, in I, I would vote. I would vote for independence. I believe. Oh, I'd respect that. If it was tomorrow, and I, I yeah. hadn't, mate, that's that's like nightmare material. Like you know, you wake <laughs> up for your exam and you've not fucking studied, and you're like, oh, oh my god, oh, what am I gonna do? Fucking like, if it was tomorrow, I'd, I'd be panicking. But I would probably would vote you really? uh, for defend. I, I mean, if I wasn't ready for it, I, <laughs> I'd like to do some more research leading up to it before I voted. But right now, I'm leaning towards yes. I don't know enough. Well, I'm surprised at that because, well, obviously the loudest voices on the internet you drown everybody out. But I've seen a lot of people on the internet, like native Scots, be like, "If it happened tomorrow, I would vote yes." That's that. And obviously, I, I don't. You don't really hear many stories of people being like, mm, "I don't know," because that's that doesn't make the news. People don't know. Yeah, that, you know. So I'm su I'm surprised at that. I would have thought that most people would be in one camp or the other. But if I was a native Scot, I would personally be voting yes, because yeah. obviously that's because of division. For those of you who are listening from across the pond in America, uh, the United Kingdom is made up of four countries. If you didn't know that, and oh. and, and, <laughs> and and Scotland and England. Let's just say that it's a bit like England um, is the roommate that has the biggest room in the house and decides what everybody eats. Is that is that apt, <laughs> Corey? Would you I, say I, so? England's England's mum and dad own the flat 
and they're right. renting it out to everybody else. <laughs> like, I agree with what you're saying, yeah. <laughs> and then England walks in and just goes, right, everything's going to be this way. And then everyone else in the in, in the apartment or the flat, wherever you call it, sort of has a say, but already has a say. So the independence referendum, whenever it happens, would be about Scotland reclaiming some power. Well, all the power, I guess, would be a better way to put it. Yeah, yeah. We, we currently do have, like, there's, there's some things that are devolved to the Scottish Parliament. Uh, I believe health and education. No, 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 sorry. That's health of devolved power. I don't know. Well, I don't know your age, but um, recently uh, dental care became free. Oh, mate, I'm excited. Alice, how do you feel about that? I would love any any kind of health care free. Free. <laughs> free dental care. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's up until the age of 26, and I'm 25 in November, so oh! like, yes, let's get my teeth sorted, get these bad boys put back together. <laughs> I had a I had a tooth crack on me when I was eating a toffee um, about six months ago, and it's honestly just ruined. Every day oh. since then has been fucking terrible, man. I'd, I'd, I'd turn, I touch it in my mouth with my tongue, and I'm like, that's where my tooth used to be, I miss it. It was too much, man. You know, so I don't I'm, know why they make it. I don't know why they make fudge and toffee and all that stuff, because it, it just ruins teeth. Oh, it's it just does, tooth man. ruiner. It's like chewing on rocks, but really tasty rocks. <laughs> but aye, I've learned my lesson. I've not had any since. Unbelievable. Honestly, I'll be, I'll, I'll be taking full advantage of that. For the next year, I'll be in every single week getting something. <laughs> and why not? Uh-huh. You know, uh, no, I think healthcare is devolved because you get um, free uh, sanitary equipment. I don't know what you'd call it. Um, it's not my. It's not really my thing. Uh, equipment uh, is that the right term? <laughs> equipment tools. <laughs> do you, I can't. I can't eat. Do you know something? I know the word, but I cannot think of it. All I can think of is equipment. No, I don't know. So, so, menstrual. Equipment. Uh, There's going to be some uh, female listeners rolling their eyes. <laughs> Menstrual equipment, <laughs> but, <laughs> like power tools. Why is plumbing right? Come on. Ah, yeah, you're right. Because I'm pretty sure we also get free prescriptions as well. I'll get so, out. No way. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware that was a thing that I had to pay for until yeah, it's my a, partner said it, to me a wee while ago. It's a capped price in the UK, and it's a very strange. It's like seven pounds eighty-five. It's so it's so weird. Yeah, but it's it's just it's annoying more than anything. Yeah, I get it. That's why I would rather live in Scotland for the tap water. You know the the the, the, the dental, the stental, the menstrual stuff. <laughs> it's all coming together. Free equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, Scot- Scotland's a good place. I like it. Uh, and recently, obviously, this year, so the the Home Secretary of this country, Priti Patel, tried to ev- um, she tried to evict. I forgot what nationality they were, but uh, but they were not Scottish. I think she tried to evict some immigrants from a street yeah. in Glasgow. Yeah. Um, and then all the people of Glasgow came together and blocked the entire street. For hours on end. Did you see this on the news, Dallas? No, I did not. It was it was an incredible display. You don't see community yeah. spirit like that anymore. That is, um, that, that is the obviously we were talking as well about people make Glasgow. That's that's what that's supposed to mean, I guess, about like Glasgow yeah. being like a big community and stuff like that, and being I don't know supportive of each other and, and your neighbours. But it's it's good to see it. But I feel like it's very rare to see. Interesting. Not not just in Glasgow specifically, but just anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's a good thing to see, though. Yeah. So, Corey, you're you're 25. You're on the internet as much as I am. 
maybe more, maybe less. What sort of things do you like to do when you're on the internet? What sort of websites? When I'm on the internet? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I mean... You log on, what you check out? It depends, really. Like, it depends what I'm doing. Are you one of those people where, like, see if you make lunch, you're like, right, oh, you know, you spend, like, however much time making it proper put some put some craft in it make yourself a, a good meal get some snacks get some drinks cup of tea bottle of juice whatever you're having right. and you, you sit down and then you will spend 15 minutes looking for something to watch while you eat yeah yeah absolutely I'd and my can do that my breakfast goes cold and everything like yeah. that and, and the worst thing is if you just you just go right i'll just look at whatever's on like the youtube i'll just look at whatever's on the youtube front page aye, and it's aye. all trash it is all <laughs> dreadful. Aye. Sometimes you'll get something good in your suggestions, but aye. <laughs> I agree with you. It's usually rubbish. It's, it, it's, have you heard of Tom Scott? Do you know Tom Scott? I do not, no. He's this guy who goes around the world and he just goes, look at that, that's quite interesting. And that's his videos. He just, he just goes... <laughs> that's a very good way to explain Tom Scott. It, it <laughs> he just goes, look at that. And you go, oh yeah, look at that. And that's the and it's a five minute long video, and you go, oh, that's quite good actually. So next time uh, you, <laughs> you're looking for something, Tom Scott. <laughs> I'll make sure to look him up. Yeah, he's he's he gives me science teacher vibes. Uh, you know what uh, I mean? I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I, I I think I had a science teacher that is exactly what you're talking about. You know? So yeah, I know what you mean. I remember we had a science teacher once, and he was talking about um, how water heats up naturally on on a lake. So sunlight hits the surface, but underneath it's colder. And I said, when did you learn this? And he said, oh, on holiday. And I go, don't you relax on holiday? And he said, I do all my science on holiday. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> never stop, man. You never need to stop. be grinding 24-7 to become the best <laughs> science teacher in the UK. Bless him. Bless him. Oh, just to go back to your original question. Um, YouTube, I spend a lot of time on YouTube watching stuff. Um, I'll do this sort of daily brainless scroll through Reddit just to see if there's anything interesting on there. And um, when I'm not working, I am on Twitch.tv, as as you know, streaming on there. I may know, but I think it's only fair if you give the audience a link to uh, to what you're producing. So if you want to give a shout out, you're more than welcome. Aye, aye, absolutely. I would I appreciate the opportunity. Um, I, I kind of suck at shout outs though. <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to do it on your behalf? Aye, aye, fine. Because, because I, think, I think this might be a funny uh, happenstance of how I actually came across your channel. So recently I was, uh, I was looking after somebody's house and I thought, I'll watch some Twitch to pass the time. So I was scrolling on the front page. And for some reason, because I think I watch a lot of like Scottish uh, creators, because I think you guys are one of the funniest people on the planet. Um, <laughs> it came up with your channel and it said, no. Strong Dog, 24-hour streaming challenge. Now, <laughs> I don't think you're going to do that again anytime soon. Because what I watched was basically mental torture. <laughs> just that 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 progressively went on and on and you could see it in your eyes hey hey it, it was it really was it was such good fun though it was so good just it, it, it's the most fun i've ever had doing anything online i would say that massive that I, respect it, massive it was respect good for doing it 
I think we ended up going 35 hours and then see by the end Jesus. when I I was I was finished and I like it, it, it was insane like I, I I raided someone I think I raided um raided one of my friends that was streaming Mario chatted in his chat for a wee second and then I, I stood up and I closed Streamlabs and I was like Oh, the voices, they're gone. Finally, I can, <laughs> I can hear myself think <laughs> 35 hours later. And I, I peeled off the maid costume and just stepped into the shower and had the best shower of my life. And then I went yeah. to bed. It was so good. Well, for those of you who didn't tune in, uh, Corey was wearing a uh, French maid costume. and <laughs> I, I was waiting for the context. Yes. A full-blown maid's costume, which, which progressively also became as chaotic as his mental health uh, <laughs> because the neck the neck garter came off the socks came off and then you decided um to do push-ups and and bicep curls in the maid yeah. costume as well yeah yeah um, we were doing them for follows and i think we had a, a wheel that people could could spin to get yes. me to do various things that was one of the things on it so if you if you want to follow this maniac, uh, twitch.tv forward slash strong dog, all one word, and the dog is with a with a zero. Is that right? As yeah, as. yeah. And you can't miss it. It's the 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 Scottish brogue will be right there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you do you do Mario and Pokemon. We bet everything to be honest. Like yeah, I'll, I'll, if somebody like suggests a game, I'll, I'll like I'll always look at it and see like oh maybe we could do this even just as a one off. I like playing different games. Mm, of course. But guys, it has my stamp of approval on it, and like he wouldn't be on here if I didn't. If I, I'm not gonna invite him on if uh, I don't appreciate your content. You know what I mean? So I will. I appreciate that, man. It's, uh, it's nice, nice to hear nice things. Well, I'd keep going, you know. <laughs> um, anything else you want to shout? Any, uh, any, any people? Any causes? Oh God, um, I, 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 not. Not, not off the top of my head. No, I can't. Okay. I literally can't think of anything else. But I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the offer. I was wondering what you're going to say. I thought you're going to be like, shout out to Cadbury. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll try. Let, leave it with me. I'll try and come up with something. <laughs> I just wonder. I'm wondering if somebody's going to say that. One. I'm going to say that to somebody one time, and they're going to go, "Yeah, shout out to the local children's hospital," and be like, "Yeah, all right, sure, why not? Fuck it, like, or some sort um, of. Uh, I don't know. Maybe definitely, uh, I, I, it's always a good good idea to shout out charity and stuff like that. But I honestly can't <laughs> even think of one. <laughs> You're selfish bastard. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> shot yourself and no one else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, fair dear. enough. Welcome back to a podcast with strangers. Now we have said this part before. We don't have a sponsor. Still, Squarespace. Still ignoring us. Raid Shadow Legends do not even know we exist. Me undies for him's ring. We're trying to get in touch with Ring as well. Nothing nothing it's like they they keep saying like you need listeners you need listeners and we're like listeners. what are you talking about no. <laughs> what are listeners we're trying though <laughs> uh what do you think we got everybody on we got the vacuum boys on what do you think like anyway so instead of having a sponsor where the company pays us and then we have to talk about a company we like to do things differently and we like to give a recommendation out from the bottom of our hearts this is a genuine genuine 
recommendation. So producer X, can't believe I'm still sticking with it. What do you have this week? Well, <laughs> no, you can. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been listening to this uh, musician called Frank Turner for a while now. He's actually from your neck of the woods, actually. Oh. Well, where do you live again? <laughs> He's from there. <laughs> Somewhere around there, right? And uh, yeah, just really cool music. He does like, used to do punk rock back in the day under as a different band and then he you know one day decided i'm gonna do acoustic music is it paul mccartney no okay but he kept a lot of his punk rock like sound roots attitude and yeah it's really really cool he's an excellent songwriter i suggest checking him out and he has a podcast so you know maybe there's some room for cross promotion there frank turner by the way not turn her turner frank turner 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 yeah Mm. um his podcast, uh, Tales from No Man's Land, history podcast. So oh, very if cool. he's listening by some weird cosmic coincidence, yeah, let us on your podcast. Yeah. Put you on ours, right? Come on. Uh, yeah, I'd like to be on Frank's podcast. Well, my recommendation this week, I will be honest with you, I got caught on my pants down. And um, I don't really know. Well, I didn't know. Let me, let me amend that. I didn't know what I'm going to, what I was going to shout out. But then I had a brainwave, right? Originally, I was going to shout out lemon meringue pie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's an incredible dessert. Yeah, I love I mean, that's yeah. that's admirable. I love yeah. lemon meringue. Lemon meringue pie is fantastic. And if you haven't had lemon meringue pie, go and try it. It's, it's very citrusy. It's very good. But then I thought, last week, I shouted out Cadbury's. Now, I said they're not Nestle, and I didn't want to piss off any other confectionery brand. So I wanted to be fair. So this week, I'm going to shout out a chocolate maker called Tony's. Have you heard of Tony's? I have not. They're a little expensive, they're a bit more expensive side, but with the extra money that you pay, you are getting the conscience-free chocolate, knowing that your money goes to farmers globally and it helps them stay afloat, pay their bills and expand their businesses. Um, And also I think they're against slavery um, and, and bad business practices and things like that. So they're, they're a very, very good company. I, I would sort of say it's like you're buying chocolate and donating to charity at the same time. It's sort of like that sort of deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Support, support the good chocolate people. Yeah. It seems like a lot of chocolate companies have some, you know, questionable. Bad, yeah. And yeah, yeah, some bad shit behind the scenes. It seems yeah. Like. So Tony's chocolate. Um, I just want to give a shout out to them. Um, cause I mean, I don't want to seem like I was just a bit, bit of a corporate fanboy. You know what I mean? I think everyone has the opportunity to make uh, a good chocolate. Um, and I am not the chocolate king. My taste may vary, but Tony's go find and lemon meringue pie and Frank Turner. You combine those three things. I think you've got good evening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you could eat, maybe you could eat lemon. Meringue. No, don't finish that. Okay. Let's some chocolate on your lemon meringue. Just do it. Oh, that's our recommendation. We stand Is behind it? it fully. It's not yep, mine. Yep, that's it. Nope. That's what we're, we're sticking with. It. Let's move on. Second interview. Let's go. My next guest is Lauren from Oregon. Hello. 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 Um, And I asked you on the show because you are, um, well, from what I saw on the internet, you know your stuff about birds. And I don't mean that in like the British way of birds. (laughs) Just to be clear, that's a totally different meaning. Yes. We're talking about our feathered friends. Yeah, the actual avian birds here. Yes. Why? 
I don't know. I know it's a funny thing. So there's a lot of people I ask this because I work with a lot of like interns and stuff. Be like, why are you into birds? And they're always like, oh, because I took an ornithology class. And as far as I know, I was born with like binoculars in my hands, just stapled to my face. Mm. I uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I've just sort of been obsessed since I knew what they were. So I was always like out there looking at birds and reading bird books from like some of my earliest memories. I don't know. That's just how I am. <laughs> Are you just one of these people who always gets bird-related stuff for their birthday, for Christmas, anything like that, and then your whole house is filled with? Bird. <laughs> bird maybe, maybe not as much as you would expect i have friends who are like that like i have a friend who's obsessed with bears and so i'm like if i don't have an idea i just give her a bear thing but no yeah. i uh i mean i guess i have enough other interests where people try and give me things that aren't just literally birds i do have a lot of bird stuff though it's never like you know if anyone doesn't have an idea and they want to just give me a bird thing i'm always happy so it's easy mm, interesting. <laughs> it's actually i actually um this is going to sound like a real tangent, but I was in the summer, I was visiting a castle and in the castle grounds, there was a one man show and he was doing a bird show. So definitely sounds like your kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fun. Actually, a couple of years ago, I visited London and I went to the Tower of London and I was just obsessed with the ravens there. They oh, so yeah. Fun. <laughs> do, do you know the Do you know the legend around the ravens? Yeah, right, right. That the there always has to be ravens at the Tower of London because yeah. if there aren't, then like Arthur can't come back and London will fall and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it basically, the ravens have to be in the Tower of London or England will fall. Is is right. is, is, is the legend? Yeah. Dallas, did you know that? I did not. Are you getting all. ideas? <laughs> <laughs> do you yes. Know, do you know the extent of uh, of the, of how seriously they take that? legend i mean i i to some degree yes i know i've read a little bit about it mm. they always have to have like at least some number of ravens as you know just a case or whatever yeah. but yeah <laughs> they clip they clip their wings so they don't right so they can't leave oh, yeah so they they genuinely they're like we're really not gonna yeah. mess around with this yeah yeah it's like they actually believe england is in danger yeah they my fellow <laughs> countrymen they <Yes. laughs> <laughs> Besides which, it's a fun tourist attraction. So, you of, know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've never been, and I live like 100 miles away from it, but still. Um, but when I saw that one man show, and he had all sorts, he had like owls and he had a vulture. Um, and he said that vultures are really having a tar like a hard time, they're having a tough time. Um, yeah, because of antibiotics. Yeah, it's definitely it's worse in Africa and parts of South Asia than most places in the world. But yeah, there was a big I think diclofenac is the name of the drug um, right. where India lost almost like all of its vultures and they were in serious threat of being extinct. And so they're starting to rebound now that they understand that that was a problem. But it's things like that where like, you know, if you don't figure that out in time, then you're going to have a crisis. But sometimes, like, how do you figure that out? How does it, you right. have to do all these, like, I don't know, necropsies and stuff, I guess, to figure out what's going on. But it's crazy how much we can have an impact without even realizing it sometimes. Yeah, I was, I was, he was, he had this little tiny vulture and he was like, you don't realize it, but this is like nature's janitor of mm -hmm. sorts. This is, this is something that cleans up the environment. And if you lose that, bacteria, germs, viruses, everything grows. Um, yeah. And yeah, like you said, it's, it's amazing how one little thing can lead to huge things. Um, do you have a favorite genus? Sorry, genus? Am I thinking of the right term? <laughs> well, a genus. So yeah, I mean, there, 
you're there a class is also a thing um <laughs> species is also a thing um these are all different sort of umbrella categories yes. so um you asked genus first and that's honestly easier because i can't ever pick a single favorite species okay sure that's always really hard but i can i can probably well boy i can probably pick a favorite genus today it changes every day by the okay. way but today i'm gonna say the genus excipiter which are the forest hawks oh so cool. They uh, they have sort of short wings and long tails so they can navigate easily between dense stands of trees and mm-hmm. they're ambush predators that specialize in hunting other birds. And so they're they're crazy, like absolutely insane little predators with basically no off button. They just go until they've killed something and they're amazing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's very cool. I, uh, I've watched, and of course, I mean, partly you asked me on this because I've done falconry, so I had a Cooper's Hawk for a while, and I've watched her, like, she would be hunting, and she, you know, whatever she was chasing, some sort of, like, a sparrow or whatever, would dive into, like, a blackberry bramble, and that didn't stop her. The bird thought it would stop her, but she would literally, like, it looked like she was swimming through the bushes because she can navigate these tiny little spaces because that's what they're specialized to do. It was really incredible. Wow. So what is it like taking care of a bird? Is it sort of comparable to a domestic pet in terms of like affection and the camaraderie that you get from it? Or is it a totally different experience having, you know, a bird on your arm to take care of? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's not at all like a domestic pet. They don't... It, I, in a broad brush uh, sort of example, I guess. I mean, I don't know. They don't care about you. Um, <laughs> there are a few individuals or certain species that will be more personable, but generally speaking, birds of prey don't become friendly with people. They see you as a useful object in their lives. Okay, like, interesting. You're a perch that moves, which is great for two reasons. They don't have to do as much work, and as you're moving, you scare up things they can chase, so they don't have to go looking for it. They're like, mm. this is sweet. This is a sweet deal. I've got this like nice, safe perch that moves for me, and sometimes food comes out of it. This is awesome, and that's all they want from you. That's really cool. <laughs> it's fun, but it's a different sort of thing. You don't ever go into falconry expecting you're going to be cuddling with a hawk. They don't want that. In fact, you probably will get hurt doing that, so don't do that. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to stroke the birds. <laughs> Is that so wrong? The, they'll tolerate being touched. And actually, so in falconry, we like to get them used to us touching their feet and things, because that way, if we need to change their equipment or whatever, they'll tolerate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you usually try and minimize your time doing that because they will eventually get annoyed and your hand is soft and squishy and their talons are not. So Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be bad. Yeah. Um, no, the reason I asked if you had like a favorite species or genus or class, or whatever it is, I love, um, I might be butchering this pronunciation, but is it cor- Corvid? Corvid? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's magpies. Get this, Dallas, you're going to laugh. It's magpies, crows, ravens. Is it jackdaws as well, I believe? Yep. And, and rooks. And then the blue jay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the J's for sure. Like, which one doesn't yeah. belong? You know, huh. you got your goth kiss tribute act, <laughs> and then the blue <laughs> J. <laughs> I, I, they're very smart. Yeah, they're they are. They're 
absolutely. I mean, the the crows and ravens, especially. I think everyone's become pretty aware of that. The, some of the intelligence tests they've done, where they you know have puzzles they have to solve and whatever. Like some of those crows are basically at the intelligence level of like a two year old human child. So imagine mm-hmm. giving a two year old wings. Kind <laughs> 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 of a nightmare. And I like. Uh... I like the fact that they they figured out how to drop nuts into traffic, yes. and squash them underneath the car wheels. Um, they also know how to bend wire and and hook things, which apparently is like tool making, but not in primates, which is like a, a complete like, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. It's not too many animals other than primates have figured that out, but definitely some yeah. of those crows have. I think ceph- I think octopus. I was about to say cephalopods, but that that's like a that's a huge that's a huge right. Take. Yeah, there's yes, but octopuses. I think you're right. I oh, I yeah. don't I don't think cuttlefish are quite there, but <laughs> I know that with crows, they did a test where they had somebody wear like a Halloween mask, and mm-hmm. he would go around spooking them, and then they did that test like two maybe three miles out, and those crows recognized the mask. So yeah. there, there's some kind of communication. There's a crow language. Yeah, and I think, as I recall, it's been a while. That's that's a John Martzleff study. He's out of University of Washington. Um, he uh, had that study repeated, I think, a year or two later. I could be recalling this wrong, but it was something like that. And and the crows still, you know, attacked, so they were able to remember it for that long. Wow. And they were, at that point, also then presumably passing that information down to, like, the next generation of crows, because after two or so years, you've had new babies, the older adults might have been eaten by something or hit by cars or whatever. But but still, the beha- behavior was persistent that long. Because wow. They were telling, like, their kids, hey, if you see this mask, this is a bad person. And I think it was actually a... Um, in one of the studies, it was specifically a Richard Nixon mask, which is really <laughs> a very good choice. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. It, it makes you wonder how how effective scarecrows actually are after a while. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> it was pretty much and and actually uh, there was something someone asked me on reddit not that long ago was uh you know they wanted to scare birds off of their roof by putting up one of those fake owls or eagles or whatever and so i sent them a picture of like it was pigeons in this case not crows but it was like 30 pigeons all standing right around it like they, they don't care <laughs> they they very quickly learned that this thing isn't real it doesn't move it's no threat to them so yeah, um, there's been a few viral TikToks of people um, in Asian countries who have trained crows, magpies, and everything like that to bring them money. Are those real, or do you think I've you seen think one of those? Okay, do you think it's um, TikTok magic? You know, it's yeah, it's a hundred percent. TikTok magic is a very good word for it. So in those cases, in the ones I've seen, it's pretty easily debunkable as like. It was all set up. The bird knew if they fly to this person and look right here, they will get, you know, uh, whatever money that they mm-hmm. can then bring back and get a treat. And so they've practiced this over and over again for the video. Mm-hmm. Um, because generally speaking, birds like, you know, crows and all that, while they're very smart, they don't really have a concept of what money is. And so a, a dollar bill or a coin, you know, that doesn't, they don't know to look for other coins necessarily. They might pick up like, I don't know, a, a, soda can tab and think it's the same thing so right they, they don't understand this thing has value and uh they also don't habitually fly to people looking for those things i think if you were to actually train a crow to do that and 
get it to think that like going and landing on people would result in it getting food that crow would probably be like shot by someone or, or <laughs> smacked or whatever like you would your bird would get injured by right. you know after landing on someone even just because you know maybe that person gets scared and and flings their arm at it and, and you know whatever so yeah TikTok magic 100% so there's no way that that bird's because I've heard some stories and, and people being like, yeah, I used to have a magpie that would bring me presents and stuff like that. That's, well, not, that's not true. That's different. Um, that's different from targeted, like, collecting money. So right. there have been instances of crows and magpies, especially those two, not so much the jays, seeming like they're bringing gifts to people. And, you know, I think the jury's still out on whether there's real intent there. Part of the thing is that these birds fly around with interesting objects that they think are neat and sometimes they might have you know a bead or a coin or whatever in their beak and they come land on your railing because you put food out for them and then they have to put that thing down to eat the food or right. then they leave and they forget to take their thing with them so it may not be intentional like i'm giving this human a gift it might be i was carrying this and then i left it behind whoops so well mm. so <laughs> but i mean you know i don't know like that's I, I love the idea, I guess, of a crow being smart enough to want to give gifts. I just don't know that the evidence is really there to show that that's the intent. Mm. Yeah, that, that that does make sense. Yeah. Sorry to be a downer. No, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. That's, that's the, the, the scientist job, right? I have to think of these things. No, no. <laughs> is, it, is it true that a woodpecker wraps its tongue around its brain? Or yes. Is, that, is it? Okay. Yeah, so they have a bone, like a special little bone structure on the very top of their skull that the tongue hooks into and has to curl all the way back and then back forward again. I'm like demonstrating as if you can see my hands right now. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so when I'm out in the field banding birds, that's one of the things I like to show new um, interns of mine or whatever is be like, here, check out this woodpecker and birds have like most birds, not all of them, have pretty translucent skin. So you can kind of part the feathers and see this weird like structure on the head and you can see the tongue muscles connecting back up there. It's very, very cool. But yes, so that's true. Oh, wow. <laughs> did you know that, Dallas? I did not. I'm, I'm reading about it now, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas is like, I kind of see this. <laughs> yeah, I should look it up. It's wild. They just, they have such super long tongues that, you know, wouldn't fit in that beak, even though the beak is pretty long too, but they've mm. got to have the really super long tongue to like, you know, stick it into a hole in a tree and pull out a bug or whatever. So, yeah. So obviously one of the most famous uh, extinct, actually I'd say the most famous extinct bird is the dodo. Yeah, uh, that's probably the most, yeah. The most, but you're a bird scientist, you, you <laughs> know loads about birds. What is another species of bird that should be as popular as the dodo um, um an extinct species or extinct species yeah oh man because you know people people say like oh the dodo was such a tragedy but i i thought it was just a, a chicken of of sorts you know it's actually a pigeon it's a giant oh. it's a giant flightless <laughs> wow. pigeon um yeah <laughs> and I know, I know that the, the it didn't have um because the sailors thought it had breasts, like chicken breasts, but instead it was on its like back part of its body. So the the sailors kept on killing it, going for the breast meat, and then going, "This tastes like this tastes awful." Maybe the next one will have something nice, and that right. contributed to the, the extinction. Well, and I think they also were just super easy to hunt and totally oblivious. And you know, <laughs> sometimes people just think that shooting things is fun or whatever. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, that well, and a, and a quick aside, I guess, on that on the dodo. So they were a, a flightless bird. So that's why they didn't have a breast muscle, really, is because breast muscles in birds are for you know flying. Um, right. So if you've got a bird that doesn't fly, you know, it walks instead. So yeah, you've yeah. got big like dodo thighs, I guess you could put it yeah. on your grill. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but a species that that should gosh, the thing is for me as a biologist, there are so many extinct birds that I already think are pretty famous and then I don't know how like I think it was only like last week or something that the US finally admitted or, or made it official that the ivory-billed woodpecker is in fact extinct because they had still been holding out hope someone would find one and kind of gave up um, but I think probably the the real tragedy that comes to mind happened and on that same day they they had like now I don't remember 12 or something bird species that they all sort of announced on the same day they'd formally listing them all as extinct and almost all of those birds were Hawaiian birds and they're birds that probably not very many people have heard of um, because they have names you know in native Hawaiian because most of them died out you know before the American Ornithological Union or whatever could even attempt to give them English names um, but that to me is like, you know, you've lost this whole host of, of bird species that many people didn't even realize they were there, except for, you know, the natives who are, of course, justifiably pissed off that people came to their islands and brought rats and brought, you know, cats and mosquitoes with viruses and all kinds of things. Yeah. Killed off all their birds. Yeah, I hear cats are like the, the worst thing. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a whole bunch of really bad things but cats are way up there for sure i mean it's in most habitats it's basically an invasive predator that you're just like letting roam outside and they just kill things for fun because they're cats and they get fed and you know whatever and so yeah. they kill billions of literally billions which is like too high of a number to conceptualize but billions of birds um as well as you know other things too like I love birds. I also recognize that cats are killing things like lizards and rabbits and, you know, all kinds of unusual rodents in places like, uh, I don't know, everywhere. Uh, yeah. They've been really, really dangerous in places like Australia, where those animals definitely don't have anywhere to go. Yeah, cats. I love cats. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think cats are great, but please keep them inside because that's the safest way to not only protect birds and other wildlife but also your cat's gonna live longer it's not gonna get hit mm, by a car sure. it's not gonna get like you know feline immunodeficiency virus or whatever the, the the cat form of aids is a thing so yes is the thunderbird <laughs> real <laughs> um well so there's no species known Come as on. thunderbird I think you got um, paid off I think you got paid off and you're hiding the truth <laughs> now I'm Come sure on, please. in in Native American mythology, of course, they talk about thunderbirds, and probably those legends come out of things like golden eagles, which are darn big and impressive. So, like, that's there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but there's no species uh. currently named thunderbird, no. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but you come know on. what's cool, and what's like the cool equivalent of that? Sadly, extinct. Here's a good one. Here's an extinct sure. one that should be famous. Um, is the host's eagle? Have you heard of host's eagle? I have not. No, I come. So from was, a, I come from a country where our biggest, our biggest bird of prey is the buzzard. So that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got golden eagles in Scotland anyway. But oh, really? Um, and and white-tailed eagles too. So, host's eagle was in New Zealand, and uh, it went extinct some sometime quite long ago. Um, probably was partially a casualty of early humans, and partially because. 
uh, you know, Ice Age, there were a lot of very large things that went extinct for all sorts of climate-related reasons and other yes. stuff too. But there was a time when the Haas Eagle did overlap with early humans for a while, and uh, they were big enough where they would prey on those early humans. And so, wow, there's been, wow. There's been yes. like, cause, cause they were specialized. <laughs> yeah, so they were specialized in hunting moa, which is like you know, like an elephant bird, like a super tall, big, flightless bird. And so then yeah. these like other tall, flightless things come around, and they're like, well, we can eat these two. So. <laughs> So there's been like, you know, skulls or whatever with puncture wounds from this eagle's talons. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So there you go. There's a good extinct bird that people should look into. It's super cool. Yeah. So unfortunately, we have run out of time. Yeah. But what right. we'd like to give people at the end of our interviews is a platform for them to um, promote themselves or promote a cause or a project or somebody in their life or any or just give a message to the world anything anything at all now i, I we already talked about uh, a little bit of conservation with the, with the vultures and stuff like that so if you want to talk about something in that sort of vein you know absolutely go for it um but yeah. this is your time if you want to just plug your own instagram like there's no judgment no um <laughs> Well, so almost. So it's you've we've got really, really good timing on this because tomorrow, I believe, um, October twelfth for me, so maybe today for you on those the other side of the, the time yes. zone. Um will be a project launching on Kickstarter that I was involved in illustrating. We didn't really get a chance to talk about my illustration, but I did paint a whole lot of birds for a a board game called Birdwatcher. And so it's all about uh, adventuring in the jungles of Papua New Guinea in the sort of early 1900s, roughly, um, trying to take photos of the birds of paradise. And it's a very cool little game, very thematic. Um, and I had a ton of fun painting all the images for it. So the Kickstarter goes up for that tomorrow and people should go check that out. Yeah, definitely go check that out. And don't buy Wingspan. Because I, like, I don't, I don't, I don't like Wingspan. I never got to play it, but this is definitely. I mean, the only, the only thing in, that's similar is that it has birds. So it's a totally would, different game. Otherwise, you would go <laughs> wild for Wingspan. I'm sure I would. I've had you, people tell me that. I just have yeah. never gotten around to. Well, it. you get little plastic eggs, and you can put them in your nest. And stuff like that. <laughs> it's just, and there's so many little facts, and but I hate it. I just, I just don't, I just don't like the mechanics of that game. But still, we'll try sorry. Birdwatcher instead. Bird, yes. Birdwatcher is just fast-paced set collection, and it's it's different. So, is there anything else you'd like to promote? Um, you can promote your Instagram. We can go. We we had somebody come on. They promoted five different things. So. Oh my god, five different things. No, that's all right. I mean, okay. I'm I'm pretty happy just leaving it as is. If people go check that out, that would make me really happy. And keep your cats inside as well. That's yeah, nice keep your cats inside, please. Thank you. And that's a good one. What's the best way? What's the good thing that we can leave out for the birds? Because I heard that leaving bread isn't a good idea. Yeah, bread just doesn't have a lot of nutrition. And so it kind of makes them feel really full, but doesn't. I mean, it's, you know, if like you ate a whole bunch of white bread all day, every long, it would make you feel really full, but it wouldn't really be nutritious. Um, it, you know, it depends on the birds, but most birds in most places will love it if you put out um, sunflower seeds. That's a really easy one. That's like high nutrition, relatively inexpensive, and a wide variety of birds will go for that. There you go, everybody. Sunflower seeds, keep your cats yes. indoors. Kickstart. Um, bird watcher. Bird watcher. I was going <laughs> to say birds of, birds of paradise. Well, that's like, what it's that's, about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why my brain did that. 
I've still got cold flu brain. Yeah, um, that's all right. But thank you so much for coming on and telling us about birds. Of course. Thank you. It was really fun. Thank you so much. Welcome back to a podcast for strangers, and we are now at the final part of the episode. I want to say a big thank you to our guests, uh, Lauren and Corey, both informative, fun, educational, and unique in their own special ways. I learned loads about birds, and I learned a little bit about Scotland there. How about you, Dallas? Yeah, I learned a little bit about Scotland and a lot about birds. Yeah, well, that's, that's good. That's what we're aiming for, right? Yeah, we're here to teach you guys about Scotland and Birds. We want to say a big thank you to our listeners for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. Your continued support means a whole bunch. And I sound sarcastic when I say that, but it genuinely does. So thank you, thank you, thank you, um, wherever you are in the world and wherever you are listening from. If you're at the gym and you listen to this, do it! Fucking run! Run! Yeah, two more miles. Run! At least. Run! <laughs> if you're driving, honk your horn. Do it. Just honk it right now. Just live. Just live. Just honk your horn. Just fuck it. Just honk the horn right now. Don't you feel better now you've done it? Okay. <laughs> Somebody's like, I just did it. I just lived. If you're listening on iTunes, I need to ask you a, a small favor. Could you rate us what you think is fair? We would appreciate five stars. But if you think we're a one star, then sure. Yeah, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough. Fair enough. It's your life. Uh, and leave a comment, if possible, um, giving us some feedback about what you think we did right and what you think we did wrong. So basically, rate and review. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, uh, our handle is Strangers Podcast PDCST. Uh, you can send us a DM, you can send us an, uh, a reply, you could send us a tweet. I don't, know, I don't know what terminology you use, but just get in touch if you feel like you want to be on the show or if you know somebody that should be on the show. Uh, if you don't have Twitter, you can always email us. Uh, that is at a podcast with strangers at gmail.com. That email address again for you, Grandma, is a podcast with strangers at gmail.com. <laughs> so, sorry. I I'm sure that. she appreciates it. <laughs> Dallas, who do we have next week? Let's just say it's going to be a long episode. Oh, I know. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's going to be a long and furry episode. <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be a little different than it's, what it's, it actually is. But yeah, it is. Oh, it is. It's. I hope we're piquing your curiosity. Oh. So tune in next time. It's going to be long and furry. Tune in next week to find out what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> God bless. Good luck. Have a lovely weekend. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. This week's word is stranger. This week's word is stranger. Dance that medium. Good.